0: Guys, mind if I come out of the gate with something ridiculously alienating um, and incredibly stupid to open the first episode of our podcast? Alienating, please. To who? Alienating to the entire audience okay. and everyone. <laughs> Just generally a terrible thing to start <laughs> a podcast with. That's the best do, thing. Do you mind? That's the best thing to start <laughs> a podcast
1: with. Is the worst thing to start a podcast yeah.
0: with. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season, um, as you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, everybody likes the holiday season you know I like the holiday season I'm sure yeah. I'm sure you guys are, are so fans so fond of it I've never known <laughs> anyone who hates the holiday here's the thing it, it, like even if you don't like personally enjoy Christmas or like a a specific thing in, in you know in the season mm. um there's still like this osmosis of like holiday joy right I know that sounds like like a you know a Christmas movie trope but like there is that like that like tangible feeling of happiness during Christmas, you know, where it's just like, well, everyone's chilling and they're getting drunk and, and you know, waiting too long to buy presents and <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> sure, sure, I'm, it's I'm, it's
2: time, off, time off from work. <laughs> hey, there's a global pandemic. Let's just ignore that for now. Have another mid fight <laughs> <pie. laughs> Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a distraction. Okay, but so I, you know, all I'm saying is that like Christmas is good. Holiday season is good. If you don't celebrate Christmas, you know, it's still a nice time. That said, I was in the I was in the shop the other day um, and I was buying juice. Um, <laughs> I was going to try and explain why I was buying juice, but I think it's fairly obvious that I wanted to to drink juice. Yes. Um, and I, I don't remember the name of the brand, but the fucking orange juice c- like company had changed the packaging to be like Christmas packaging. Amazing. Um, I, no, it's not amazing. I don't get it. Like, who are you appealing to? Right, because like orange juice has a captive audience. You either like orange juice or you don't. Mm. Like who who are they like getting with this where they're like, oh okay, you know, people are buying fans. our product during Christmas Yeah, apple juice. Fans. What but like apple juice fans aren't inherently more into Christmas than orange you don't juice. That. So I just you
2: you haven't done yeah. the market research. That I have.
0: <laughs> Have you done the market research on orange juice? Absolutely, packaging? yeah, yeah. Mang-
2: yeah. Mango juice, mango juice supporters hate Christmas. <laughs> apple juice lovers <laughs> love Christmas. I know my stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to start
1: drinking apple juice for, for, for. Yeah,
0: that's that's not what I do. I mean, I'm not Some gonna start you... drinking apple juice just in general because fuck apple juice.
2: Some of you don't remember the orange juice famine of 1990. <laughs> the rest of us do. but whatever. Oh Jesus, fu- it was a terrible the time. The first hot back in 94. The, the first
1: hot take of the podcast is Levi hating apple juice with a burning passion. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the thing: I don't, but like, it'd be a good bit if I did. So let's just say, let's just say, I hate apple juice. Okay. With like a scorching passion.
2: That's an introduction, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, let's let's do that and introduce this show then. This show that Intru- um, has yet introduce to be
2: introduced. Intra- orange juice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, welcome everybody to this podcast um, that we're doing. Should we introduce ourselves or should we introduce the name of the show first? D- we're, we're extremely professional.
1: Levi, t- take the lead,
2: mate. Honestly. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm it. I'm throwing to you guys because I don't know. Okay. Everybody, yep. this is a show that is called Bloopercast, um, yeah. and it actually has nothing to do with bloopers. Yeah, can we get like a round of applause between us? <laughs> it, Discord's not picking it up, but I thought the, the <laughs> applause was <laughs> in the recording. People it's will hear it, it's fine. Yeah, so this is, this is Bloopercast. My name is Levi, and I have here with me my two uh, wonderful friends who will introduce themselves so I don't have to.
2: Hey, it's me. I'm Jack. Hi, it's me.
1: I'm Matty, the r slash stepdad. <laughs>
0: I love how you both said hi, it's me in the exact
2: <laughs> same way. Well, I feel like I started that trend and Matty just stole it from me because he's yeah. a parrot, but whatever. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> that, that trend. Be bit. a shepherd, not a sheep. <laughs> man, come on. Oh, God. Listen, just stealing
0: his introduction. My God. Listen,
1: I, I, it's, it's not being a sheep to just be a northern person with a diluted northern accent. <laughs> That's like...
0: <laughs> um. So this is this is our... A uh, lovely new podcast where we're gonna talk about movies, mm-hmm. uh, which is an extremely original idea, and nobody has ever done that before. Um, and actually, that is what is that is what is unique about this this show compared to um, compared to other film podcasts because we we talked about this um, and like I think the main the main difference is that this is this is a very positive. <laughs> At least it's going, I mean, it should be, hopefully, <laughs> other than all the hanging and the, the apple juice hate. And the apple juice, juice be a very, slander. Yeah, slander. Um, it's, it's meant to be a, a more positive kind of, yeah. but because like, I feel like a lot of film criticism is like, it, I mean, I guess it's in the name, it's very critical, but I think what's nice about this podcast, and, and you know I mean, we'll see as this episode goes on, <laughs> but the idea is for it to be a, a space where we can just talk about films we love, and talk about why we love them, and, you know, sure. have a good time, and jam out.
2: What's this first episode on? What are we talking about today?
0: It's a happy holiday episode. Yeah? Um, because it's the holidays. Um, I'm not going to specify uh, when it is in the holidays, um, to not date the recording, I guess. Here's the <laughs> Although, season. Yeah, it's general holiday vicinity time. So when, NA, when you guys December, listen to this...
2: December 2008. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for that. For Actually, never mind, I'm not going to go a political route immediately, <laughs> like ten minutes into the first episode. <laughs> it's, it's general holiday time, where everything's cold and awful, and it gets dark way too early. And everything sucks. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but, but not here, because we're talking yeah. about things we like. <laughs> yeah, but, not, but not here, because we're positive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do love the juxtaposition. Like, like oh, not even juxtaposition, just outright lying of me coming in hot with, with talking about how much I hate apple juice, then saying it's a positive space, and then being like, I fucking hate <laughs> winter <laughs> cold. And this is the first segment that doesn't have a name yet that we'll name at some point. Um, And we have a cool theme song for it that goes right here
1: That was such a good theme song. Wow, what a theme song. Oh my god. Amazing. Jack, Jack, you're so, so, you're going to be so talented. Thanks future Jack
0: emails yeah this is the segment emails first cool okay so this is a segment that um, is extremely unique that nobody's ever done Uh, we asked you the people who are presumably listening because obviously nobody wrote in with the expectation they would be in this because um, it didn't exist yet Um, nope but we asked you to send us in uh, emails about um, Christmas and the holidays and the films you watch during that season um and we got some cool responses uh that we can read so i, I should actually go to that instead of the other thing levi where where, 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 where did where where did we get these uh these responses from, from the lovely people in our discord which we can't plug because we don't have the uh, vanity url <laughs> 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 yeah, so <laughs> you just gotta if you think really hard about it you'll um, work it out <laughs> you'll automatically join it um <laughs> That's a promise, by the way. You you need to like look out your window and look up to the stars, um, and have a wish in your heart, and then yeah. you, when you look at your Discord, you'll be in the server. So I would like to read one, um, and I'm sure you, you you guys will know which one I want to start with because uh, <laughs> it's from uh, server hero, server doorman, um, and general uh, lovely presence Zumbini. Yeah,
2: um, we love you, beanie. We do. I love and the beanie.
0: So I'm gonna read zumbini's email here um and then we can we can discuss it so i'm gonna zumbini. put my
1: beanie on while you read this
0: please do um so zumbini writes hi gang when i was about 13 to 14ish i got a really bad chest infection so i had to go to uh, i had to go to the a and e on new year's eve my dad was working and because it was the holiday season no one could look after my siblings and me so my mom two sisters and brother went on a little trip to the hospital which makes it sound a lot more happy than I assume it was. <coughs> <laughs> we, we was in that waiting room for nearly four hours. I also love that grammar. Um, uh, but thankfully, the waiting room had a mini TV up in the corner. The only issue was that the TV was playing the same DVD on loop. We watched Madagascar 3 Europe's Most Wanted 2.5 times in one sitting. The following year, BBC One just so happened to be playing Madagascar 3 on New Year's Eve, uh, so we decided to watch it again as a family. Uh, because we've all gotten older and we're all busy, uh, it's been difficult to watch Madagascar, thre- Madagascar 3 on the 31st <laughs> of December every year, but we have consistently watched that film just before the new year, 27th to the 31st, for the past seven to eight years now. I think it's class. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks, Beanie. So, <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> I really love that. Um, because I love the, like, I feel like it's a really bold decision of a hospital to only have one DVD in and just let it loop. Like the assumption that nobody's going to be there long enough to see it multiple yeah. times, or maybe they just don't. No one's going to be there longer than
2: n- longer than ninety-three minutes, or however long that movie is. <laughs> like you'll be in and out in no time. Enjoy really the, specific numbers the zany you know. adventures. <laughs> uh, it might be ninety-three minutes. I haven't seen Madagascar three in a long time, but yeah, you know, whatever. I you know you want just... to see some zany animals while you're uh, animals. waiting for your <laughs> doctor appointment.
0: <laughs> yeah, your your horrible operation you want to watch the funny animals do their wacky tricks <laughs> um but it's just so sp- because it's not even the first madagascar film like you have no. got to be acquainted with the series to even to to, exactly. to, to get into madagascar three europe's most wanted the, the story For i want to know
1: the story i want to know is how that specific film wound up in that specific dvd player in that hospital yeah like who yeah how... who
0: brought that in was it exactly. just a doctor that was like they'll fucking love this one yeah, 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 like who woke up what death Do you know what? Do
1: you know what my patients need? Madagascar. They
2: want Chris. Period. They want Chris Rock as a zebra in a wheel. Yeah, That's yeah. what they need. It's healing.
0: It's it's scientifically proven to be healing. Um, no, I, I really love that, and I love I love the framing of it from Zumbini as it it's a family outing. So everyone just went and they were like, We we're <laughs> gotta go to watch the A and E to go and watch Madagascar Three, Europe's Most Wanted, two point five times in one sitting. You don't
2: you don't
1: get
0: you, you don't you don't get that in the ER. You don't, not in not in the ER. No, that's that's an A and E.
2: Mm. But I love how that snowballed into, you know, obviously a very ser- a very serious sort of situation where you've had to go to A and e you're stuck in this hospital waiting room. Why not make a tradition out of it? And yeah, it comes that's up fun. again New Year's Eve, and it comes back every year. I really like that, and that's yeah, you know, I can relate to that. There's definitely films that I sort of hold to that sort of traditional standard in this mm. sense, and they all, they always have weird backstories, and I love this one, yeah. uh, especially because it's Madagascar Three: You're it's Most Wanted, <laughs> a film that I haven't thought about probably since it was released. Yeah, so. absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, and it's something I really love about it is that it really is like. I feel like people get to um I don't know what the word is but 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 people people think too hard about traditions I think because like something I was saying in the in the discord earlier is that like a tradition always needs to start somewhere you know you mm-hmm. can't just like suddenly have a years long tradition um and I think sometimes no, gotta... sometimes people think too hard about like the the like where is the tradition going to come from and like the best way to have a holiday tradition is to just you know find something that's funnier, that makes you laugh, that that makes you and your, your family laugh, and just stick with it, you know?
2: Exactly. You've got to take that first step to make a tradition.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, um,
2: you know, hurt yourself on Christmas Eve and go to a e <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it
0: does wonders. And they might just have a little film that I've heard is, is uh, making the rounds for the Oscars. It's uh, the Madagascar third sequel. The, uh, the, the
1: Madagascar three.
0: Um, but something I also wanted to read real quick... Um, from the lovely submissions we got um thank you zimbini by the way that was yes, wonderful thank you um, That's very wholesome. But we got a very similar story um from nebula uh and nebula wrote um it's not super original but in the u.s there's a tv channel that plays a christmas story for 24 hours starting on christmas eve and continuing through christmas day every year my family and i watch at least one and a half run-throughs of the film and end up speaking in quotes from it constantly <laughs> now, I, I love this because I, i've never heard of that being a thing but the fact that there's a TV mm-hmm. channel that plays A Christmas Story for 24 hours, like, on loop, I think that's wow. fantastic. Have you guys yeah. heard of this? A Christmas Story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, yeah. you, this is... This film. I've never <laughs> heard of this film before. No, the fact that they record it for 24... They, well, they play it for 24 hours. I've not, no. I've never seen this I've channel. Not, no, I've never seen that. I think that's amazing. I've
2: seen... I've seen... I've seen channels that'll play like a franchise on loop, like I don't know like a Harry <laughs> Potter channel or a Star Wars channel, but not like yeah. a Christmas story. It's that's just uh, yeah,
0: just a Christmas story for twenty four hours. I just I think that's amazing. I think that's really funny. Um, yeah. and the idea of just having that on and just committing yourself to like, well I've gotta catch because like at any point that you tune in, you're not gonna be there at the beginning. Like I mean maybe no. if you're lucky, but like most likely you're gonna if you're really lucky. Yeah, you're gonna tune in at the end and then you're gonna have to catch the beginning and piece it together. Or just watch like one and a half. I really love that. If I had like a nickel for every time somebody sent in an email about rewatching a very specific film every year, um, like a mul- like multiple times um, in one sitting, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I really love that. Um, so thank you to thank you Nebula and thank you Zumbini. i really appreciated your your contributions. Yes.
2: Uh, I've got one from Luke here. Luke says, he usually watches Elf a few times, uh, a few times, and try and watch some new ones every year. I also never watch Die Hard as it is not a Christmas movie. Now, this is a debate that's I been circulating the internet for years now. And I can't I've do sort it. of like you know, I've, I've had a couple of punch-ups over this, you know, I've, <laughs> I've called people names on the internet over this.
0: I got the shit beaten out of me outside the pub because I called it a Christmas film and then I went to A&E and they were screening fucking Madagascar 3.
2: <laughs> I'm sort of over this debate at some point, you know, I, my mum's my a massive Die Hard fan, so I've already watched Die Hard mm. 1 through 4 since being home for the holidays, <gasps> so she sees them as Christmas films, but also like Zumbini sees um, Madagascar 3 yeah. as kind of like a Christmas, New Year's Eve film. So anything can be anything. Can... Die Hard can be a Christmas film. Yeah. Die Hard could be a Halloween film. You can just watch it, whatever. It's tradition. Can I ask but Also, a... Oh, um... yeah,
0: sorry. Go, yeah, go for oh, it. I... Can I ask a, a Die Hard-related question? Uh,
2: you, can try, you can try hard. What?
0: I'm not even going to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, is it just me? Or did anybody else cry watching Die Hard? Wait, where did you cry? <laughs> at
2: which point?
0: Everybody asks me this and I've never prepared because I haven't seen the film in like a year. It was like last year that I watched it. But it's... Been, <laughs> I thought it's, you because I haven't seen the film I've never until seen I was the eight film, years dude. old. No, but it was recent. But like, re- like long ago enough that I don't remember the film very well. But it, it's like he gets reunited with the police officer at the end, right?
2: Oh, okay. Sure, yeah, and sure, it's all yeah. like emotional. And his, it's and like his wife. they
0: They built up this bond, like while they were like they Remotely, couldn't see each other, yeah. and they were just talking over the phone. And then they 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 have they like see each other. It's just, it was emotional. I don't know.
1: It
2: reminded me of all my romance. internet friendships. It's,
0: it's, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say it's a romance <laughs> been, for the COVID yeah. generation. Yeah. It's
2: the Zoom call of its day. And yeah,
0: <laughs> I just I just I thought that was, was so. Was that just me? Was nobody else sobbing violently at Die Hard?
2: I don't think I cried hard. I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's not something hard. I've experienced. No, I didn't cry hard. I wasn't <laughs> trying hard enough. Oh, yeah, God. I usually watch Elf at least once a year. You guys like Elf? Big Elf heads? Can't I'm an no. Elf head.
0: No, I'm a no, no. no. I don't El- I- oh. an Elf se-
1: Elf seems to be the go-to for most people nowadays. Hold on. I actually
0: don't. need to look up which which film this is because it's got such a. I just wrote Elf. I'm so obsessed with fucking Danny Elfman it's, that I wrote Elfman instead. It's, <laughs> oh, it's this film. It's, John, yes. it's the John, Will Ferrell John
2: Favreau's film. Elf. Will yeah. Ferrell joint, you know.
0: It's fun. It's, it's the seminal 2000 it's 2003 soundtrack car track Elf. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's fun. L- I, I watch it every year. I have mm-hmm. seen this and I'm not can't say mm-hmm. a fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've seen it and you <laughs> had to Google it to clarify what the film <laughs> was. I it was. Because like, doesn't bode well. No,
0: I clearly didn't care about it that much that I blocked it out of my memory. I remember this poster though. He's got good posture.
1: I am going to uh, to read one from uh, our favorite uh, Bravo. Um, so, hey Levi and uh, yeah, yeah, it was I'm, only I'm addressed not, to me, so I'm, it was bad choice. I'm not. End.
0: I'm not Levi, but <laughs> pretend that this is addressed to you instead and not to either of us.
1: Hey, other person whose name can be translatable as Levi, but is actually Matthew. I thought you uh, had just forgotten your name for a minute. You would like, <laughs> Hey, uh, um, Levi. I wouldn't put it beyond. I really would not put it beyond me. Uh, this <laughs> this is Chris Bravo, Bravo on Discord. You were asking for contributions. So I just wanted to help out. Growing up, I watched Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer every few days during December, from as young as I can remember. Even those that. Abominable Snowman scared me to tears a few times. And even though I felt so bad for Rudolph when he was teased by all the other reindeer, I loved this movie so much. I think it was the music. Those silly songs were funny and catchy as hell. Plus, Rudolph saves the day in the end, proving all his haters wrong. What <laughs> a kid wouldn't love that? <laughs> it's pretty epic. My <laughs> wife grew up watching White Christmas and has introduced me to that movie. Uh, Has introduced that movie to our two daughters who are aged five and one. The oldest one loves it now. I think it's a combination of two pretty sisters with pretty dresses, the lovely Christmas songs, snow, 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 snow. I didn't charming. sing it. No, go back. Oh, you I, have to sing a it.
2: Beautiful, a beautiful. Is Bing Crosby on the call? <laughs> Who was Jesus <laughs> yeah. I know, I know.
1: I've, I've got, I've got pipes. What can I say? <laughs> um, and, and charming love story that was a happy ending. My wife and I also have two guilty pleasures every December. Four Christmases and Love Actually can't go wrong with Love Actually. <laughs> I know, I know they're bad in a lot of ways. But my <laughs> wife loves anything Reese Witherspoon does, and I laugh at most anything Vince Vaughn does. We'll, will <laughs> will forgive you, Chris. Uh, and and there are like two or three love stories in Love Actually that make me swoon every time I watch that movie. Sweet. Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: thank you chris Thank you. lot. there is a lot to unpack there
0: um, I, I feel really bad repeating this because I can't credit the original person but I saw I think it was a tweet recently where the person was like what the fuck is up with, with Santa only, only like helping Rudolph out when uh, he needed him Like, where the fuck was Santa when Rudolph was getting bullied?
1: Levi, it's just a reflection of modern relationships and how they're all transactional. uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Your boss isn't your friend.
0: I I mean, yes. I mean, this also just generally strengthens my argument about how much I fucking hate Santa with a deep passion.
2: He won't be listening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm going to get caught now. I, I I mean I mean I'm just stuck on the fact that he and his wife find Vince Vaughn funny. Um <laughs> I'm a bit upset Is that, about that is that
0: rare or is that it, too common?
1: I think lots of people find Vince Vaughn funny and I don't know that it's for the betterment of mankind that, that is I
0: need case. to look up uh what he looks like cuz I don't I don't know him by name. You
1: don't know Vince Vaughn.
0: Not by what? name. Maybe I recognize his You're
2: hosting face. a
1: movie podcast. Oh, it's, it's
0: <laughs> this guy. It's yeah, this guy. Yeah. I can it's only the, it's
1: the guy from Psycho nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. No, I,
0: I can only describe him as this guy. I know his face. I don't know what he's been in. I can tell you he's six foot five inches though.
1: That's tall. Yeah. It is.
0: He was born in, in Minneapolis, uh and he's age fifty-one. <laughs> I just know this off the top of my head, by the way, <laughs> about this man that I didn't know until I, I c I can't remember
1: what show. movies he's in. I can only remember his <laughs> height and general life details. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and his birthday of March, March 28th, 1970.
1: <laughs> you hate
0: his filmography,
1: but you are his stalker.
0: Yeah. Um, so we've got, we've got one more email that we've got written down here. Um, and it's from Tori. And she wrote, uh, Every year I watch Scrooged with my significant other. It was one of the first times we got emotional watching a film together. as This was the start of our relationship when we first saw it. We always have a silly time when we watch it now. Uh, I think I just read that wrong. Hold on. Um, We always have a silly time when we watch it now and then, and then get sentimental about the love story. Nailed it. It's become my (laughs) favourite Christmas movie, so happy holidays to y'all and a happy new year as well. Thank you, Tori. Much appreciated. I hope to watch Scrooge.
2: Scrooge is fun. I haven't seen Scrooge in a few years. I I
0: actually haven't seen it, but I was looking at the Letterboxd page last night when we got the email, um, and... I, I don't know. It looks like a. It, it, I think Levi, <laughs> Levi, Christmas season. Be kind. OK, no, no, no. This was actually not going to be a, a mean thing. What I was going to okay. say was that um, I, and while I haven't seen it, I think it probably confirms my theory that Bill Murray is the same character in different life circumstances in every film he's in.
1: Well, I mean, he's he's Bill
0: Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But God. in every film that Bill Murray is in, he's always the same guy who just is in a different situation. It's like it's Bill Murray, but he's stuck in a time loop, or it's oh, it's Bill Murray, but he's um doing Some, Bill Murray things. I don't know what is Bill. It's Murray Bill
1: Murray, except he's suddenly got a lasagna but, fetish.
0: Precisely,
2: he's Garfield. Yeah. Or- Oh no, he's the protagonist of Osmosis Jones. Oh, oh no. He's uh
0: he's in Space Jam now? Yeah, he's in Uh-oh. Space Jam. I I I remember that. Um there was there was a Bill Murray film that I was trying to think up. Um he was in On the Rocks and he most certainly was the same character in that mediocre film. Um <laughs> you,
1: know, you, you know, you could just leave mediocre out, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, I could, but that wouldn't be funny then, would it? But It'd be
1: positive. Uh, Bill Murray is Bill Murray in every film. But
0: he is though. He doesn't he's like typecast except like for a very specific thing where it's only like it's not even like a a type of character, it's just him playing himself. Which I guess is is lucky. And it's it's wonderful is what it is. Yeah. I mean I good for him. Yeah. Um I love Bill Murray. I I'd kiss him. Oh. I mean, (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: I love Jack's complete silence. Like, gotta stay neutral on this. Jack's like, I, I... sorry, I
2: got I got Bill on the phone. <laughs> yeah, Jack, Jack, Jack's like, I have kissed Bill. My <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's scandalous. No comment.
0: But I really, I really appreciated all the things everyone sent sent in. It was very sweet, and it was lovely to read um, everyone's Christmas traditions, and and uh, it was lovely. So with that in mind um let's move on to the second segment that we have that is also unnamed so it easily could have been the previous one uh but the theme song goes right here Theme song, Jack. Wow! I just, I you blow me away every time. Oh, Knocking
1: it out of the park. Knocked
2: it out of the park. Just
0: Whoa. Fucking, I just, I knew you would because you didn't disappoint last time. I'm just so glad you didn't disappoint this time. Uh, it just, <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless, honestly. Um, but so this segment, anyway, instead of doing that exact same bit, repeating it in the exact same way again, <laughs> um, this segment is. The actual positive part, where (laughs) we share a film that we like, uh, and we pitch it to the others, uh, and to you. Imagine that I'm pointing at you when I say that. And you. So if you think it sounds fun based on the pitch, uh, you can go and watch it, and, you know, hang out and have fun.
2: On this holiday-themed episode. On this holiday-themed
0: episode that is themed around the holidays, um, I don't have a lot of uh christmas films that i i watch and i enjoy um uh, and the ones that i do i can't really talk about for an extended period of time um and in addition to that i wanted to pick a film that you guys hadn't seen um to because i thought that would be fun so Mm. my holiday pick for this episode is ghost watch have you all ever heard of ghost watch
2: no is it about a watch or is it like we're watching ghosts? Yeah, it's
0: about what it's like about watching ghosts. Watch it's a not a haunted watch. It's oh. it's about watching ghosts. So uh-huh. uh, basically, on Halloween night. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna get into this, okay? Um, in on Halloween night in nineteen ninety two, the BBC aired a fictional story about the haunted home of a single mother in London. Um, so they're being haunted by this ghost Ooh. called Pipes. Um, which is why, Matty, when you said I've got the pipes earlier, I was like, "This will come, <laughs> this will come back in reference." Um, it, it's it's unintentionally adorable that the ghost's name is Pipes, um, because I feel like it, it just is too cute. Is Pipes adorable? Yeah, well, just because you imagine like a ghost has got to have like a like a creepy like a creepy name, you know.
1: Hmm.
0: I, I was trying to think of a, a creepy think, ghost name, but
1: just... I think I think. Like Casper. Like Casper, <laughs> the terrifying ghost
0: who's renowned for being terrifying.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Pipes are terrifying though.
0: Well, well, so I... the, the, the reason he's called Pipes is because the, the kids in, in, in this, this, this house, this haunted house, um, they hear like noises uh, and their mother says, well, it's just the Pipes. So they start calling the ghost Pipes, um, which is, is creepy when you put it in that context. But I just feel like he's like a little ghost. He's called Pipes. It's got, like, the way you say the word sounds really (laughs) cute. Um, But so the film, what I think is so interesting about it is that it it kind of, it switches between uh, quote-unquote live footage of a reporter in the house with the family, uh, you know, peeping it out and and checking out the house, Um, and it cuts between that and uh, actual well-known BBC presenters, including Michael Parkinson, uh, in a BBC studio (laughs) responding to what happens. Um, And so this was not live. This was not live, but they didn't they didn't explicitly state that the film was fiction. Um, It should have been reasonably clear because it aired in a drama time slot uh, and the writer was listed in the opening credits and so on. Um, But they didn't put a disclaimer or a warning or anything because, you know, that would have ruined the effectiveness of the film. It's meant to feel like an authentic, you know, like live TV broadcast. Um, But it was so realistic that... um, It had some bad effects. Um, Unfortunately, there have been multiple reports, actually, of children who developed PTSD as a result of the film. Um, Mm -hmm. And really, tragically, a man who suffered from learning difficulties committed suicide um, a few days after. Um, And that is undeniably fucked up, and it's sort of definitely the fault of the BBC um, for not putting the disclaimer in front of the film. Um, But... um, The reason I love but but pipes but pipes are cute. (laughs) But 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 (laughs) pipes are a cute ghost. (laughs) It's adorable. Um, The thing the thing is for me that like at its core, Ghostwatch is a really really fantastic horror film. Um, It's really well put together. It's really unique. I love the angle they go with uh, for it. Um, And as things inevitably get fucked up through the film because it's a horror film, um, it just it's it's fantastic and I love it. Um, But what I think makes it so notable to talk about apart from it just being a good horror film is that um it couldn't exist today um like not only do i feel like people are more skeptical of what they see on tv which is obviously not a bad thing um but the internet is so widespread and and omnipresent uh that if ghost ghost watch aired today people who believed it you know for a moment would just google it um and they'd find people talking about it and they'd learn that it isn't real and you know that might may have saved kids from getting ptsd um but there is something so unique and of its time um with ghostwatch the way it it fucks with your expectations by by taking an institution that you trust with presenters you trust you know it was real bbc presenters um who were you know well known and credible uh, acting in this um you know it, it, it it takes your trust and it uses that to heighten its scares. Um, And I, I really, really value that. And I think it's fascinating. Um, And on top of that, it's also just a pretty clear inspiration for um, found footage films. You know, the, the road that those films ended up going Mm. down, you can, Mm. you can point to ghost watch as a, as a pretty early, you know, example of this. Um, When was it released? uh, 1992. It was, it was aired on Halloween. um, And, uh, and, and actually, that is that is the other thing that I really love about it is that to add to the authenticity, they they open the phone lines um, for, you know, how like BBC, like live programs would have the phone lines and callers could call in and, you know, share their thoughts. Sure, they encourage yeah, yeah. people to to call in and share like ghost stories that they knew. Um, and that actually works its way into the plot. I obviously won't spoil it, um, but it works its way into the plot in that they have like fake callers calling in and, you know, that weaves into the story. Um, but the phone lines were actually open, um, and so you know people would people would be calling in frantically. I think I think they estimated they had like a million calls or something um, that night um, from you know worried viewers, um, and it just completely jammed the phone lines, um, and so nobody could nobody could hear that it was fake because I, I'm pretty sure they had like a uh, an automatic thing to say like this is fake but you know you can still share your scary ghost stories if you want but because the phone lines were so jammed then nobody would hear that and they wouldn't they wouldn't get like the confirmation it's not real um so i i i just really adore this film it's like apart from just being a good horror film it's such a a unique bit of history you know like the the bbc is it's certainly not the first time the bbc have have tried to fuck with people um you know that in it was like the 50s or 60s they did the um the hoax about spaghetti growing on, on plants. Um, and they had like footage of people.
1: I I don't know about this. (laughs) You don't know
0: about this. I, I I can't like relay the full thing. I'd have to look it up, but they, they, they had like, um, spaghetti plants. Or or they had people like farming spaghetti out of plants. Um, and because I guess at the time spaghetti was not as common, um, like commonly seen people, people (laughs) believed it. And they, they, they like called in asking where they could get spaghetti plants and then how to grow them and stuff. Um, <laughs> it was for like an April Fools' thing I think I would love Me a spaghetti too. plant um, so it's certainly not the first time that the BBC has uh, has you know fucked with people but it's such a unique um, horror film and it completely even though obviously you don't get the same effect as you would have if, if you had watched it in 1992 on Halloween but like knowing that that was that kind of context around it it's such a wonderful watch um, and I highly highly recommend it so
1: that sounds like a VHS watch right there. That's like... Yes, I mean, I actually don't know
0: if it's really some VHS <laughs> I video found movie. this curse tape. <laughs> yeah, this cursed tape. That would be wonderful. I would love to watch it um, on VHS. Um, so that's my I'm festive pick. Absolutely checking yeah, that out. Yeah, I think... I, that sounds amazing. I'm going to yeah, have to check that out. Yeah, I highly recommend it, and I'd love to hear what you think. Um, that's my festive pick for the holiday season. I can't
1: do horror at the best of times. I'm not ruining amazing. my jobs with your yeah. pipes. Okay? I, I didn't think about this until
0: now, Matt, but Matty, you would absolutely hate this. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm sorry in advance. Um, it's a really good film though. So that, that's my pick. That's my festive pick.
2: See, see, I feel like Matty's is going to be more Christmassy than mine, so maybe Matty should go yeah, last. Yeah, that's okay. So we'll start
0: with the the non festive. Okay. So go ahead. What's your festive pick for the season? Okay,
2: so this, I think, I think mine's more wintry uh, <laughs> than your sort of October sp- yeah. spook fest. Mine is a film from nineteen seventy two, mm. that very little people have seen. This is a film called The Black Tavern it is a piece of hong kong wuxia action cinema set in the snowy outback of hong kong oh, this wow. is sort of a film li- like uh you guys have seen the hateful eight maybe or heard of the yes, hateful eight i'm aware of it you know the, the the tarantino film where it's you know lots of people trapped in the same house uh during a snowstorm this is a very similar thing the black tavern um has lots of different bounty hunters and a a rich nobleman hoarding bounty and um uh, blood and betrayal Aye. and this rich taver all moved into this tavern at the same time to you know keep out of the storm and it's a very tense sort of snowy action piece. And you're waiting for things to unfold. And the action is fantastic. There's Kung Fu acrobatics. All the camera work is fantastic. It's vaguely Christmassy in that it is set in a very snowy, desolate <laughs> sort of landscape. Same, same, as It was like arguing that The Thing is a Christmas movie. Because, you know, it's snowy. It's it's a film you want to bunker down in and watch in your snowy, house. Definitely. Um, it's, it's a very intimate <laughs> film. Um, honestly, I watched this in July in the scorching hot uh, heat God. of summer, and I, I've rewatched it recently in the desolate winter, and it plays so much better. Um, it's yeah, the Black Tavern from nineteen seventy two, directed by Teddy Yip Wing Cho. It's a Shaw Brothers classic. I wish more people had seen it. Um, I, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. check
0: that out. I I need I, I need to build up. I know it's towards the end of the season now slash the end of the season, depending on when this is releasing. Um but I need I definitely need to get some Christmas watches in. So yeah, I'll I'll check that out. It sounds awesome. Jack,
1: have you seen the film The Fate of Lee Khan?
2: Uh I don't think so. why It's because it's released in oh, nineteen
1: seventy three and it's directed by King Who. Oh. And it is also
2: Oh yeah. It is also
1: set in there's <laughs> <It is> also <laughs> lots of people well,
2: also, so King Who did another film called uh, Dragon Inn, oh <laughs> which God. is very similar to <laughs> <for> Black Tavern. <laughs> uh, but it's just like I think that's one of the uh, sort of setups that I enjoy the most is sort of like these bottle films where it's all set under one <laughs> yeah. roof. You've got different warring factions, you've got betrayals, and you've got like everyone's kind of after the same thing. Like there's a deed to something, or there's like there's bounty. Can, that can needs we to bring be back the word bounty?
0: I feel like people yes. don't use it enough. It's, it's, it's nothing Absolutely. more than a chocolate bar these days. The oh, and cast. it's a disgusting one of that.
2: It's a bounty and Boba Fett being a bounty hunter getting his coconut chocolate <laughs> for Christmas. Frankly like
0: terrible, but I, I feel like we yeah, should we'll, reclaim bounty for just like just general things.
2: Hashtag, uh, hashtag bring bounty back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get that
0: trending. It's a good idea, yeah. Get it trending, kids. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe.
1: Speaking of uh, films happening under one roof, let's talk about uh, the other uh, muchly anticipated um, sequel directed by Chris Columbus and scored by John Williams that is not Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, but Home Alone 2, (laughs) because it's the greatest Christmas film ever. And I want to bring us back down to earth from Levi's (laughs) horror Christmas (laughs) at Christmas
2: <laughs> ghost story in China. Yeah, <laughs> do
1: you know what I want to do at Christmas? Kung Fu horror. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: to be fair, you know, <laughs> be yeah. for to me,
1: horror. to me, I just want to see Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci walk into a house and suffer grievous bodily harm at <laughs> the hands of Macaulay Culkin. That's
0: I mean, that's what I want. <laughs> what more could you want?
1: Exactly, and and also. In in this film, it's better than the first one because not only do you get that, you also get Tim Curry and Rob Schneider hijinks of getting messed around by Macaulay Culkin too. Oh, and yeah. Tim Curry.
0: That kid is, is just Tim absolutely Curry. beating the shit mercilessly <laughs> yeah. out of everyone he can get his hands on. He's a menace and he needs to be stopped.
1: Listen, it's a tough world for tech actors, <laughs> and so you have to develop a thick skin. That's how it goes. Um but yeah, it's it's the most wholesome and lovely Christmas film that there is, as well as obviously being absolutely chaos and 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 Kevin McAllister back at it again wreaking havoc on everyone. And <laughs> back at it,
2: yeah. Matty, I've got w- one question. Yes. Are there any disgraced U.S. presidents in that movie?
1: <laughs> yes,
0: Jack. Yeah, I believe there's actually. a poster of uh, William H. Taft in the background. If you uh, <laughs> if you look closely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, but but actually yes, that president is a guest at an absolute shambles of a hotel. So I would say that that's it's that's actually a service. <laughs> he's yeah, he's having a horrible team. time too because you know Tim Curry and the, the bumbling crew of of uh, hotel employees. That 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 he's suffering. So I mean, what's not to like about that? What more? Or, could I you mean, want? you you could simply look at it as a critique of Donald Trump's taste in hotels. That's really why you could boil Emmeline. <laughs> Whatever down it, is, it is, there's certainly
0: a a very deep and meaningful critique <laughs> uh, below the surface of, of his uh, appearance in that film. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and and the rest of it doesn't include him. So I mean, that's you know that's certainly positive. Love him or hate him. It's like, if you love him... (laughs) Love him or hate him, no. Don't love him. (laughs) (laughs) But Um. yes, anyway, just to, you know, get all of the silliness of, like, your film fan films and, ooh, look at me, I have an interesting (laughs) film to talk about. I'm just going to go in there with a flipping romp. A classic.
2: A classic. That's better
1: than the original. It's The Empire Strikes Back to A New Hope of the Home Alone franchise. And it's wonderful.
0: I win. I appreciate how genuinely, um, like, incensed you are about it. Like, it's not... Because I feel like, I don't know, I've never met anybody so passionate about Home Alone. Because, like, I've met people who are like, yeah, I love Home Alone. (laughs) Like, I watch it at Christmas. Like, like you know, it's a film people like. But, like, I've never met somebody so genuinely just passionate about defending it from... Nobody said a bad word about it, but you had the need to defend it anyway and i just i really appreciate that but with that uh we move into our final segment uh which is called this week on letterboxd uh and do we have a theme song for it jack perchance listen to this So Ooh. yeah, this is this week on Letterboxd. um, I don't actually remember what the point of the segment is. I've just got it written down. It's kind of Matty's thing. So I'm going to thank you. Well, it's worth it's,
1: it's worth mentioning in future, uh, or just for future reference, I should say. Um, we uh, we do run a Letterboxd It's <laughs> called Server and Subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met each other. And, and if like... we
0: were smart, or if I was smart, because I was the one introducing the show and the segments, I would have mentioned that at <laughs> the uh, start of the episode <laughs> instead of getting mad about Orange Juice. Um, yes. But, uh, yes, we, uh, we run the r slash uh, the uh subreddit, um, and yeah. we have a lovely Discord, which, again, I can't plug because we don't have the vanity URL set up. But, again, if you just uh, have a wish in your heart and you look out your window... Into the stars, uh, it will appear in your on your Discord. Give it five to seven working days; um, it should show up. Um, <laughs> but we do that together, and that's how we know each other, and th- that's what has brought us to this place where we talk about films.
1: Well, oh, we love. Letterboxd, that's the thing. We're we sure all do. massive Letterbox
0: fans. Not sponsored. Uh, J- just love it. Jack, Jack, Jack actually
1: spends more time on Letterbox than he does inhaling oxygen. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say with his wife, which like w- would have been <laughs> such a dig. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so we want to put a little bit at the end of this episode where we can just go over some cool things that happened either in the r slash Letterbox community. Or on Letterboxd, whether that's cool reviews that we've read, or whether it's funny posts that happened in the Discord server that got all of the dying monkey emo- reacts <laughs> um,
0: Which you finally have or, now, yes. Or or one of or one of Jack's
1: five daily posts that <laughs> makes up the starboard of just ra-
0: r- random comedy brilliance. It's it's brilliant, um, for sure. Um, well, I I can comment on what is what has been happening this week uh, on Letterbox, uh, which is. Um, film bros are absolutely seething because uh the new spider-man film got onto the top 250 um and i don't want to get into whether it deserves to be there or not i just purely find it funny when uh film bros get deeply deeply upset about things um and believe me they are if you look at the comments on the on the top 250 uh list they are poor here. they mad
1: but that train ain't going to stop for no
0: one. <laughs> I mean, tunked. yeah, it was a given, no matter what would happen, because uh, especially, I mean, people in general, but especially film brothers, love to be mad about things. Um, but it's just, there's a unique kind of, of joy um, from seeing uh, film bros just absolutely seething. And this is coming from somebody who didn't watch the Spider-Man film, don't care for superhero films, I just like watching people get upset. Yes. And this is a and positive because- podcast.
2: <laughs> And, because, and because... What a normal thing to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I do, not to hog it, but I do actually also have something Letterboxd related to share. It's just, I felt my recent activity was, was very fun recently. Uh, or or oh, right uh. now, at this exact moment, because I, I've, I've kind of accidentally done this alternating between like something deeply upsetting and something like very comforting. So um, on the 17th, I watched Come and See... Uh, which is yeah. a, a fantastic film really good uh, but deeply draining and upsetting um, i, I have an
1: image of me in absolute tears <laughs> yeah. after watching that film <laughs> oh, I,
0: I, I want to see it that's great yeah it's it's a really upsetting film and then directly after that um like literally like hours after that I watched Arthur's Perfect Christmas um, <laughs> <laughs> and I watched that on the server actually and it was a uh, it was really good um it was yes um. So I had that that duo, and then last night I watched um, Titan. Is I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah, Titan. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Um, actually, somehow even more draining than Come and See. Um, it was just just. That's a ride. Uh, it's uh,
2: something I've
0: never felt. Yeah, like I've said, I have said a film has made me feel drained before, but like i've never what when you watch flushed
1: away (laughs) and that's hilarious and
0: it's not funny because people keep telling me to watch that film and like pestering me they're always outside my door it's it's horrendous um but but like the thing is about titan is that it just it like i just wanted to cry so badly like it was just so so draining um and then right after that i watched john mulaney's uh kid gorgeous at Radio City. oh that's a great special um, it is. It's it's a comfort rewatch for me. I, I've I've seen it many many times, mm. um, and so that like juxtaposition in my watches between Come and See, Arthur's Perfect Christmas, Titan, and then Kid Gorgeous at Radio, Radio City is just. It's a really fun. <laughs> recent That's act.
1: Get, getting into those rhythms of watching on Letterboxd. Are some of the nicest ones ever. When you get when you, you know you're like I'm gonna watch a really heavy art house film. That I think I'm gonna get a lot out of. And then you go in, you just are defeated at the end. <laughs> and then you put Home Alone Two on <laughs> because it restores your soul. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then and then you watch another heavy art house film like for or just something obscure like a Ghost Watch or something. Oh shut and the then, fuck uh, up! And and then you, and then you feel defeated. <laughs> you're like, do you know what? I'm gonna be really controversial and stick on Home Alone three. <laughs> yeah, getting saucy Yeah, with it. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah, and and that's the best way to do that. you know, you, you, just, yeah. you got you do one then the other and yeah, it's lovely. Literally-
2: you know, I'm I'm looking at mine here and it's like this is just like perfectly sums up who I am right now. <laughs> Let's hear it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is a fun segment. This is my recent four. We've got uh, Below Zero, which is a Laurel and Hardy shorts that I'm sure Matty will appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah jack we have Cuball cat which is a tom and jerry short <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> uh, we have uh alien on stage a documentary about some bus drivers in dorset trying to make a stage adaptation of ridley scott's alien um, oh my god wow gen- <laughs> genuinely so genuinely a fantastic documentary <laughs> oh my and, god i gotta take um, that out and exam from two thousand and nine, which was like a thriller set in one room, and I didn't really like it. And uh, that was my recent activity. Welcome to Letterboxd. <laughs> that
0: is amazing. I love that. That's such a perfect like um, <laughs> encapsulation of uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I do have some letterbox based news as well. Um, oh. fr- friend of the show, friend of the server, Brazy Benjamin has launched Japanuary, the master lift for yes. 2022, yeah. which is dedicated yeah. to exploring and discussing Japanese cinema in the month of January. So if you're listening and you are interested in, in any way, you can find that at Brazy Benjamin on Letterboxd.com. Wonderful. Absolutely.
1: I've, I've only ever completed one film watching challenge on Letterboxd in my life, but I've attempted one before in honour of Brazy Benjamin, and I will be attempting again but this time for Japan Uri. And, do and, one, day, and one, day, one day I'll finish out in yeah. summer from I mean, 2021, my... even if it's almost Christmas. Yeah. I finally watched 11 of them. My
0: my plan, honestly, is to just catch up with the rest of my Japan Yuri watches yeah. from, from 2021, because I, I watched about half. Like I, I did pretty good but that i still had quite a few that i missed out on so i thought instead of picking out new films that i don't end up getting to i thought it'd be best to just check out the ones that i've been meaning to watch uh yeah, in good show. and then yeah so I, i'm really looking forward to that i love the community um, aspect of it where everyone's sharing their watches and and writing really introspective yeah, reviews recommending um, people each. And, or, you know exactly it's so good for my watch list that continues oh, to grow uh, exponentially um, because I, even if I, even when I'm not taking part in the conversations, you know, people will talk about a film, um, and I'll just be reading through the conversation, and it, it's just, it's so. There's so many people with such great insight. Um, yeah, it's in infectious. Our Discord, incredibly infectious. My watch That's list is extra. like
2: 1,500 movies because people won't shut up about movies that sound good to me.
0: <laughs> I like made it a conscious decision to to never let my watch list go over 300 for a long time um i get, i've given up on that now it's at 350 um because i only stopped recently but like i was really really dedicated to like okay i need to watch a film before i can add this film to my watch list and like it got to a point where i had like a watch list like a uh, list where it was like films i need to add to my watch list that i refuse to do um, <laughs> and so it got, got it, so ridiculous that i was like i just need to give up on this so i'm letting yeah. it grow there's so many films on there i'm never going to get to um but it's lovely to just get on your watch list and just shuffle it and just see what comes up. Um, you know, watch something yes. maybe you forgot that you added because that happens to me <laughs> constantly. I'm like, what the fuck is this? When did yeah. I add this? It's really good. But yes, yeah.
1: So uh, uh, so on Japan Yuri, that uh, along with all sorts of other things uh, to do with the, the Letterbox community and the r slash Letterboxd community, specifically that corner of Letterbox will be discussing... In depth, I'm sure, as we go, Japania is going to be one of those things that I'm sure everyone's going to be excited to, uh, oh, to join absolutely. in with, because yeah. yeah, and so uh, yeah, if you could, as long as this podcast is going, we'll, I'm sure that we'll be talking about Letterbox stuff and all of the films on Letterbox. Yeah, you so. will. Yeah,
0: and if you want to uh, join in the conversation, go look out your window, look into the stars, <laughs> have a wish in your heart, and you can join this Discord because it doesn't have a vanity URL. <laughs> so that's 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 gonna be
1: your like auto sort of response. <laughs> <laughs> that's the outro of every single it podcast. Um, but yes.
0: So thank you, thank you all for joining us. Uh, this has been fun, and who knows if it's good or not. We'll we'll see when it gets together. Thank you, Jack, for future writing those beautiful theme songs. Uh, thank you, Matty, for joining us. Um Thank you. This is for hosting wonderfully <laughs> and very
1: positively. <laughs>
0: yes, thank you for all being positive and listening to us just say positive things. Nothing negative was said. Um yeah, Wonderful. this is the end of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs>